Welcome to the Rewilding Blueprint podcast. Your pit stop for unleashing your primal power. We're here to turbocharge your day, giving you the strategies to resurrect your lean, athletic body and a mindset forged in the furnace of life's challenges. Why? Because this isn't just about workouts. This is about reclaiming your natural born right to a life of vitality, success and unbreakable focus. My mission for you is simple. Absorb one game-changing piece of advice from each episode and put it into action today. Are you ready to abandon the stale gym air and tap into your primal roots? Let's get started. Wednesday drop-in session. We've here, we've got Jamie here today and we were having a bit of a chat. Uh, the other day and I said mate jump on this call jump on the Wednesday lunchtime dropping call and we can dive into some you know into a few bits and actually the chat that we've just had I was thinking actually this could be super beneficial for more people to listen to and it was also some stuff that I've you know kind of experienced myself worked through myself in not always in fitness but in other areas but the same rules apply and this is a lot of time what I do enjoy about fitness and and the whole mindset shift sort of thing I, I think fitness is a great tool to to learn that and then know how to apply that to other areas and often the principles are exactly the same so the first thing i was going to talk about is basically being able to kind of lean into dissatisfaction so you know when you've got you feel like loads of things are going right you're kind of very comfortable you're in a good place but there's something which just isn't quite right for you and it is not necessarily painful it's not kind of really upsetting you but you kind of know things could just be going that little bit better and the reason I'm saying this is because I've past month I've had uh, a very similar thing happening to me well, I've been feeling like, oh, this has been a really good month. It's been going really well. But there's just this little thing, like it could be so much better. And I'm just not quite nipping it. And it was really like hacking me off, to be, to be completely honest. So I've been working on really trying to reframe that and trying to think, right, actually, that dissatisfaction is actually a really good thing. Because whenever I've experienced growth in, in whatever area is actually because that dissatisfaction that's been going on has allowed me to highlight what I actually need to be doing to move the needle forwards in, in whatever that is. So by being able to use that dissatisfaction to pinpoint what the problem is, you then know what you need to do to be able to move forward. So I'm, I'm just going to use um, like weight loss as an example here. So if you're on like go for a weight loss journey, trying to really dial stuff in and it's kind of going well, it's kind of going well, but for some reason, there's just something that's like pissing you off a little bit. It's just not quite going right now. And you're feeling dissatisfied with that. You're feeling annoyed now, nine times out of 10, like that is the thing that's going to be holding you back, especially if things aren't going well, especially if things aren't aren't going the direction that you want. What you need to be doing is is finding that dissatisfaction, really digging into what is it that's pissing you off? What is it that's causing that annoyance? Because that is going to be what you need to adjust to move forward. 
that dissatisfaction can then become the fuel on your fire to really to get stuff. Sort of thing. Yeah, mate, a hundred percent, exactly that, dude. So you identify that dissatisfaction, and then you, and then it's trying to find out like what is it that's stopping you taking the action on that. And and when we talk about growth and when we talk about improvement. You know, a lot of people, and there's a lot of stuff out there about this now, right? People, you know, fucking yeah. ice baths, journaling, meditation, all great tools. And and a lot of people talking about, you know, leaning into discomfort and embracing that. Um, and, you know, journaling, etc. It's, it's all a really good tool. But essentially, what it, what journaling doesn't do is it doesn't actually fix the fucking problem for you, right? It's a great tool to help yeah. you identify the problem. It's a great tool to help you um get stuff in order in your head but and to then actually yourself. yeah and, and reflect mate 100 and, and we touched on that but to then actually go and then solve that dissatisfaction you might have identified it through journaling but we still need to go and take some fucking action on that and this is what i'm saying you, you know like information information without that implementation is nothing and when people talk about discomfort and doing hard things and, and putting yourself in that uncomfortable place right you know, yeah, I'm a big fan of like some cold showers and ice baths and all that stuff. But but really, like true discomfort, true personal growth, like really leaning into stuff. It comes from, you know, actually doing stuff that's, you know, actually uncomfortable and actually you're like a little bit scared of doing. Now, let's say, for example, you are genuinely scared of deep water, right? Well, then, yes, going and getting in some deep water is tackling that head on um but that's a different thing to go and doing an ice bath so this satisfaction is a really powerful tool to help you lean into something and help you get better and improve nothing's going to be 100 percent all the time and when that dissatisfaction is really starting to gnaw on you right that is when you know that is a thing you need to take action on and then you need to be saying right but why am i not taking action on this is it a fear is it and am i not acting because of fear or am I not acting out of a out of a knowledge base? Do I not know exactly what I need to do? If you're not acting out of fear, right, little steps, and then you just have to have that realization that if you want to grow, you've got to go and do that thing that you're scared of. Or is it is it a knowledge gap? Well, to fill those spaces in, you're in the best fucking place possible for that. Come and ask for help. Seek out the knowledge. Use the laser support plan to get the answers that you need. So dissatisfaction, super powerful tool to actually move yeah. you forward. And when we're looking at making progress, what, what we want to be saying is, you know, do I do I want to be, do I want to be just a little bit better or actually do I want to be fucking 10 times better? Because when we say, right, I want to be 10 times better, that is when, that's when we go, right, actually, I'm feeling uncomfortable about this. This actually, this makes me feel a little bit nervous. And that's what we want. We want to be going, then you oh, get shit, the satisfaction yeah. at the end, don't you? That's the thing. When you look no, back and you reflect on it, you've got so much satisfaction because you see how far you've come. A hundred percent, mate. A hundred percent. And this is why I'm such a big fan of genuinely celebrating those wins as much as possible and stacking up, stacking those micro wins up because they're they're so powerful, mate. So powerful. Definitely. You've got to take little wins sometimes where you can get them, aren't you? Oh, definitely, mate. Definitely. And and, and and here's the thing, like wins look different to everyone. Wins look so, you know, they, they're different to everyone because mate, people often say to me that they'll say, oh, you know, I wanted to share a win in the group, but I saw like, I saw 
X doing Y and my win's nowhere near as good as that. And it's like, it's like, whoa, <laughs> like fucking yeah. whoa. That's just not, that just isn't true, right? Because, you know, wins, wins are absolutely different to everyone. And, 100%. and you know, someone, so, so let's just use this, you know, use an ultra run as an example, which is always a really good one. This is one that comes up. So if someone's used to running 30 miles and they've done 10, 30 milers before, and then they go and they do a, a 32 miler, obviously that's an awesome win, right? And, yeah. and they might say, oh, great win. I've done a 32 miler. But, but really, right, it's still a great win. But actually, in terms of the jump up, it's not that massive. Someone yeah. who's, who hasn't run for 12 months and then they go and complete the couch to 5K and actually run their first 5K in a year, that to me is a bigger win than someone who bashes out 30 miles all the time and then goes and does 32. 100%. Awesome. And I think the more people can, can, can wrap their, their head around that, that reframing stuff the better the better mate so that's what i'm talking about dissatisfaction and and create some urgency as well because when we have that urgency to get something done i.e i'm not saying i want to be like you know just a little bit better i'm saying i want to fucking be 10 times better all of a sudden we're like bang well we need to get moving with this because we need to start moving that needle and then how we do that what's pissing me off what's a dissatisfaction right here we go now i know the error i need to work on this is what i need to lean into right is it a knowledge base is it um or is it a you know is it a fear that's stopping me moving either way normally it's a combination of both normally it's a combination of both but we have the tools to tackle that fear if you are if you want to get better you need to learn that you have to step into fear you have to embrace it um but you know how do we step into fear it's easy right easy we pick three small tasks that we can do now we don't expect those small tasks to solve the problem those small tasks are not going to just suddenly solve the problem but what they will do is they give you that confidence from actually going and doing one of these hard things and moving you forwards and mate that's exactly what we were just talking about about stacking the micro wins so when you when you highlight those three things and you can go right here's the three things that we can work on bang 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 when you get those done you box them off right we're we're diminishing that fear factor right and we're growing as a person to say yeah i can go and i can do this i've done these three things now we have to be realistic Right. If you go and do these three things in a week, you know, we won't have suddenly um, 10 times our development. Right. It'd be great. And that's how it works. But it isn't. But what we have done is we started to break down those those fear barriers, which means in three months, six months, actually, we probably will be where we want to be. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mate, really good way of looking at dissatisfaction. And then the other one that I was going to touch on, because I've had a few people, um, this has been brought up a few times in the past few weeks, but it's basically people saying, it's almost like they're, you know, as they're progressing, as they're getting better, as they're improving, um, as they're making more health conscious decisions, as they're putting more longevity in their training, as they're creating more consistency to what they do. And bear in mind, all these things that I've just said, you know, are really positive things. As they're yeah. making better choices around nutrition, making better choices around alcohol, making better choices around how they, sp- how they spend their weekends. What we're finding is people are going, what are you doing that for? We're doing that. Why don't you just fucking come and have 20 pints with me tonight? Why, why are you going to the gym? Yeah, you're, ruining, you're ruining what you put into it, aren't you? You know, essentially, you put that effort in, that work. Don't get me wrong, it's good to have a blowout every now and again, but you can't do it every weekend, if that makes sense. Because you're there, yeah, yeah. you're ruining all your work. Yeah, mate, 100%. 
yeah definitely and and yeah and what people are finding is is people that they you know who they may have spent time with or, or whatever and now not really understanding them not really understanding yeah. why they're why they're going and doing all this good stuff and they're questioning the choices that these people are making and and yeah. it's when you actually break it down it's insane like why would you question why someone doesn't want to drink 20 pints that night right you know but i'm seeing this crop up more and more at the moment with people saying um you know fucking bob has spoken to me uh and he, he wants to know why i'm not in the pub every night and it's like and it's being questioned in a negative way and a really important thing to understand here is as as you basically as you grow and as you make those better decisions as a person you you're essentially you are outgrowing some people because some people don't want to grow some people are fucking happy to just go to the pub every night and drink yeah. 10 pints and that and that's cool right if that's what they want to do fair enough but essentially we're not we're not like that we want to be moving forwards getting better improving uh, and making those better decisions which everyone really knows they should be making and yeah really what's happening there is when the, when those external people are questioning the decisions really they're like they're probably jealous right and instead yeah. of instead of raising themselves up they're trying to bring you down and what will happen is people that may have understood you before now don't understand you like they don't understand how you're yeah. making this progress and people are fearful of things that they don't understand it's like me and a mate so i've got a mate who's um a drinker at work and he uh we went out in hiroshima and we we had a no drinking day and we yeah. had a great time we had like probably one of the best days and people were going why'd you do that but he, they didn't understand they actually didn't want to go drinking and it was just yeah. that peer pressure and actually, we turned out we had one of the best days that we've had. And you don't need to mate. go and drink to have a good time. Yeah, 100%, mate. And this is where... Definitely, dude. And, and I think this is where having a, you know, having a community behind you who actually you can fall back on and realise that actually, you know, maybe, maybe you're, you're not the odd one out. Maybe actually there are yeah, other yeah. people out there like you that also want to progress that also have a a better direction with their mindset, right? Can be mega useful. But but the thing is with that is, you know, we we have to we have to act on that. We have to keep yeah. showing to ourselves that this is what we want, this is the person we are. Because we're being bombarded all the time, right? Everywhere we go, we're being bombarded with various inputs, which which aren't necessarily yeah. aligned to where we where we want to be going. And we need to be putting in the good stuff to counteract that essentially and, and keeping the blinkers on to a degree, you know, keeping the blinkers on and understanding that this is where we're going and this is what we're doing. And actually, no, not everyone is going to understand the fact that we have chosen to improve. Yeah, definitely. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? And it's about influencing that to help people be better, if that makes sense. Mate, that was fucking such a good point. That really was such a good point. Yeah, completely. Because I think people don't, a, a lot of the time, people don't actually see that there's another way. Like they genuinely yeah. don't know that there there is another way to do things. And mate, like I didn't, I didn't know there was a better way to do things three, three years ago. And that's why I ended up being in a place where I was like constantly threaders. Like, you know, I was going through the motions of training, but really I, I didn't have any motivation. I was yeah. reliant on, 
you know, a lot of other stuff to drag me through the week. Yeah. Because I didn't know that I didn't know there was a better way to do stuff. And there wasn't someone there to be like, hey, right. Listen in, motherfucker. Right. There's a better way. There is yeah, a better definitely. way to do this. And I'm about to hold you accountable to that. And I'm going to hold you accountable to the standards of where you want to be. And yeah, mate, it took me a little while to develop that and, and understand that. But but actually, mate, it's, it's like the ripple effect, right? You you go into a, a scenario and you show to others, you know, mate, like actions speak louder than words. Sometimes 100%. it takes a while to get that through to people, you know, like, and this is, mate, and this is consistency, right? So you show up, let's let's just say you're at work, you show up one morning, right? And you're, you're chipper, let's just say, for example, you've cycled to work, um, someone else is coming in with a hangover, Right. Initially, that initially they'll almost be like, ah, it's a one off. You know, he's not really into this, whatever. Right. You, you do it two weeks in a row. They might take the piss out of you. They might go, oh, you, you're, you're fucking boring. You do it three weeks in a row. Right. They might say the same thing. Four weeks in a row. They might say the same thing. Five weeks in a row, mate. When you're looking good, you're looking leaner. Right. You, you're looking athletic. They're like, they're going to be like, fucking hell. Like, yeah, definitely. He, he looks better. He looks better. Mate, six weeks, seven weeks, same thing. They're like, oh, he's just, yeah, he's, he seems loads happier, that bloke, right? Eight weeks, yeah. nine weeks, they're, they're going to go, what are you doing? Like how, like, you know, they're going to want to know. They're going to want to know what you are doing. Let's turn your life around. And, and then, mate, 11 weeks, 12 weeks, they're going to want to be like you. They're going to want to be like you. They want to know you have a lifestyle that you're so proud of. Yeah. And that's that consistency, mate. That's that ripple effect. And then and then they are going to go. Like They will start asking questions from a positive point of view, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it, it does happen. People do ask questions when they see the difference. Like, people have been away five, six weeks, and they go, oh, you look a bit different. Do you know what I mean? And they start asking <laughs> questions. Mate, it's see... great, isn't it? Yeah, it is good. It is yeah. good. Because people can actually see the difference, if that makes sense. Yeah, Mate, that's brilliant. And then that's that sort of like nice, mate, that's that positive feedback loop. And then you're like, yeah, you know what? This is like the sacrifices I made for those, you know, those short term, like going on the piss for one day, right? There's some, there's a short term win there, right? There's a short term yeah. win that, that that lasts for about three, four hours. Yeah. And then that's, you get the hangover, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes, mate. Exactly. You get that. It's not a win, really, is it? Mate, mate, completely. You get that slap back to reality, right? As opposed to, you know, compounding those micro wins, which just lead to like, mate, and in no exaggeration to say it, but a fucking lifetime of better experiences. And when yeah. you look at it like that, like, I could have a four hour bit of fun and a bad hangover, right? Or I could have a fucking lifetime of better experiences, then, like, that's a no brainer, right? But we are that's so hardwired. We're hardwired up for that immediate dopamine hit, that immediate, you know, uh, immediate pleasure. And that's where having that support, accountability and community to say, actually, yeah. let's hold, let's hold the line here. Let's hold the line because we know, and in our experience, we know that if you hold the line for another two, three weeks, you're going to be yeah. in an astronomically better position. I mean, I look at an example was um, we were in Japan, we we're in Hiroshima. We had two days there, I think it was. And um, yeah. this one lad went, oh, we go to a, we'll go to an Irish bar. And I was like, well, I don't really want to be there for that long because I want to get out and explore and see what it's all yeah. about. Because you're limited to time and there's so much history there. 
And I thought, do you know what? And it got to a point, we were sat in this Irish bar and it was been about, I didn't really drink a great deal, but we must be yeah. sat there for about three hours. I was like, now nah, I'm done with this. Mm. I'm like, and then yeah, yeah. other mate turned up who's an alcoholic now. And um, he turned, he, I was like, mate, what are you doing? Let's go out. And he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and then he was like, we'll stop here. So I just went off on my own. And then the next day, the other lad, the lad who's got the drink problem, didn't, um, he went out with me. We went and explored Hiroshima. And he said to me after, it's one of the best days that we've had. You know, four <laughs> hours of drinking compared yeah. to actually seeing some history, which was very humbling, to be honest. And nice. we had one of the best days we've had on this trip together. Nice. And he said, like, <laughs> you know, and for me, that that's good to be part of that. Mate, that's, that's awesome. Four hours of drinking. Yeah, mate, that's that ripple effect. That's that lifestyle to be proud of. That's that you know stacking those micro wins for that long term success, dude. That's that's awesome, man. And and you know the more we can kind of like you know really drive that lesson home, then then the the better we are. And, and I think it's always one of those things. It's worth putting. And I think mate, I think it's week eleven of the course. Actually, we look at like getting social and actually the importance of socializing. I do it's think for a lot of people. Yeah. And, and I do think, you know, alcohol does have a place in our culture. Like, like it does. Definitely. It, it's been embedded there, you know, for a reason. I think we probably just use it incorrectly. And, you know, things like storytelling is, is massive, mate. It's a great thing to have, to be able to pass lessons on, to be able to get social, to be able to engage with stuff. Like we need it as humans, but like yeah. you say, it's being able to do it in, in the in the right way. 100%. And it's about utilising it to be better than what it... To be better for what it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. More of a tool so, than... More of exactly, a tool than something to, um, you know, just quickly make you happy for a little bit because it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Definitely, mate, definitely. That, and then that's that. Mate, this comes down to acute, you know, one short hit versus chronic. Everything yeah. in an acute dose is generally okay. When we're looking at chronic, like not good, not just yeah, not definitely. good, um, mate. So, uh, quick dive in there, and uh, you know, looking at dissatisfaction, letting that be the director of where you need to move the needle. Use that dissatisfaction for fuel. One times better or ten times better. Install that urgency, fear, or knowledge, or both. And then outgrowing, you know, outgrowing, you know, potentially the pond that you're in and it happens and that's okay because when you start progressing, you know, what actually people aren't going to understand you. But what we can do there is, you know, we've got this community behind behind you. There's going to be other people out there who share the same as you and it really is trying to mix with people who have that yeah. same outlook as yourself and and also being able to take people under your wing and influence in, you know Possibly influence them yeah. That, yeah mate and that ripple effect and that's a lot of what you know being a leader is is about and that's different from managing you know you manage 100%. things yeah you know you manage a fucking inanimate object but you lead people and i think that's always a really important thing to you know to remember manage a thing but fucking lead a person and when you lead a person actions speak louder than words especially with regards to consistency. Because when someone's consistent with something, it becomes very difficult to ignore the progress they're making. And it inspires people as well. Because they look at you and think, that's what I want to be. Or you might have certain qualities that people want, and it inspires them to install their qualities. 
Mate, this is it. And I think everyone, everyone should have a role model. Like, everyone should have a role model. Yeah, everyone, should, should, yeah everyone should have someone that they that is there to mentor and, and guide them. No one's got, like, no one's got all the answers. Like, no one has. Um, and having just someone there as a soundboard who's been through it and had those experiences before is only ever, like, going to be beneficial, essentially. I've met two people in my career and I've looked up to them both and they've both got they're very similar people, but they've both got different qualities as well about themselves. And that's what I look at all the time and try and reflect myself to be them because in a way, because I know I can't go far wrong if I'm anything like them, if I've got some of their qualities. Mate, that's awesome. That is awesome. And I think with, with things like that, and it's really interesting saying like two, because sometimes you have, mate, like this, like we've been, we've been going off for about half an hour now, right? And often yeah. I'll listen to a podcast and it's an hour long. And <laughs> these, from that hour, I might take like one sentence from that hour, but yeah. I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, fuck, that is a powerful sentence. And I'll be like, okay, yeah. I've only taken a 10 words from this, but actually those 10 words are worth an hour, right? Because I go and yeah. implement those and the like the returns are, are you know, astronomical and just one of the biggest things I, I heard the other day and I said it a few times and it's partly behind my reasoning behind here is like do not make decisions like out of fear you know you can yeah. you know if you know something is is scaring you then that's probably what you need to do but when you then make that decision to act like don't be making that decision out of fear be making it out of confidence that you are going to go and go and crush it definitely 